Let's really start to measure progress. Let's actually sit down and write out the things that, you know, we said we were going to do this year and, and start evaluating whether or not we were able to do those. Going back to the what gets measured gets managed. Like if you and Omar were sitting down right now to start your annual review, do you have like a list that you've been keeping throughout the year on things that you're going to follow up on? Or like, where does it kind of start for you? Well, I think you'd look at all the goals that you'd set and what you're mm-hmm. tracking throughout the year. And I don't, and I think even just stepping back to the idea of doing an annual review, I'm really big on continuous check-ins because if you get to the end of the year and you haven't been tracking and you haven't been periodically measuring the things that you're that are important hey friends it's nicole and kate your girls from across the globe sydney australia and puerto rico to be exact and we're so excited to be sharing this time with you I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole. And welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone. And two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi, Nicole. Hello, Kate. You know, it's funny, right before we hit record on this episode, we were talking about when it would go live and I can't believe it's November. Almost this the end. Has so, absolutely flown. I know we say that all the time, but I think this year flew extra, extra fast. Extra fast. Nicole and I have been very good with our publishing schedule. So we're actually recording this quite in advance, but I'm actually now thinking not only does this go live in November, which holy cow, almost to the end of the year, which is very closely related to the topic we're going to be chatting (laughs) about today, but I'd be remiss to not mention that this will go live one day after the due date of baby bear. (laughs) Baby bear is due November 11, right? So I might have a baby right now when you're listening to this. (laughs) I think baby bear will be on time given his, the efficiency and the the preparation and planning. (laughs) I have had a couple of conversations with him, so we'll see. (laughs) No name yet at this stage. Right? No name. Yeah, okay. we have a short list that we've been kind of tossing th- names around, but it keeps changing. So I kind of have a feeling at this point that we're going to have to see him to oh, okay. To know. Nothing strong but yet that really you connect with. Barry. We probably have like five names that we really, really like, but not one of them is like way above and beyond the others, which... The- feel yeah. like you have to see him and he looks like a yeah, yeah okay. maybe get a little feel for him his vibe <laughs> <laughs> wow. yeah I don't know I've talked to so many moms who have names picked out like long before and that uh, kudos <laughs> or if there's a tradition right of naming after right. a grandparent mm-hmm. a parent that kind of takes yeah. the decision out of it doesn't it but right. Fair enough. It's quite easy. <laughs> well, 
baby bear will be in the world hopefully one day old yes when this yeah. is out. we'll see we'll see might have to uh, uh, check some uh, updates on instagram yes definitely Oh, well, I'm excited to be thinking about that time frame when this episode goes live because I love the holidays. We've got some really fun holiday episodes coming up. Not quite yet, but today's topic is all about doing an annual review, which Nicole, I know both you and I typically use this time of the year to start thinking about what that looks like. And I'm such a huge fan of reviews and recaps. Well, if you listen to this podcast, you know that Nicole and I are pretty obsessed, both of us. We've had many episodes talking about reviews and recaps. I think recap is one of my favorite words in the English language. It really is. It encompasses so much. It's so valuable. I love recapping. Ditto, ditto. One of my favorite ways to recap or look back is to do an annual review. So I thought that it would be great for the two of us to get on the mic today, chat about how we do annual reviews and why somebody might be interested in doing one if they've never done one before, or maybe you already do one and there might just be a couple extra ideas or thoughts that we throw out during our conversation today that could really enhance your annual review process. Mm -hmm. So in preparing for this episode, I realized that I typically do this with a focus on business, but then I was like, why wouldn't I do this for my personal life too? Yeah. So I'm very excited to dive into this. Do you, do you do this for only business? You do it for personal too? You do it separate? You do it all together? Well, because I'm such a big fan of the recap, I do it for every area of my life. Every area, like all in one though, or do you do it separately? No, no, no. If we're going to, if we'll talk about the formal execution of an annual review, it will be separated. (laughs) But Uh just to your point about thinking about it in terms of business, perhaps most people would think about an annual review through the lens of work, like a performance review. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's how I would have always thought about that in teaching because I remember, oh, I'm up for my annual review. But you raise a really good question. Why wouldn't you do this for your personal goals and your personal stuff too? Especially let's do a call back to our previous conversation where whatever that inaccurate stat was, but it's very close, 43% of people ditch their New Year's resolutions one month into the year. Yeah. Really calls for like, why are you setting goals? Why are you setting intentions? And then not checking in at a certain point and saying, well, asking the question, like, why didn't I do that? Why did I you mm-hmm. know, follow through with one, with one goal? What's important to me? What do I want to be doing differently this year, next year? All of those questions. That's why I'm super excited to talk about this. Yeah. And actually you saying all of that right now just made me think too that I guess the closest maybe I've come to this is the word of the year exercise, which I know we've chatted about before and we're going to be chatting about that in an upcoming episode because I absolutely love doing this. But I feel like maybe that's kind of how I do a personal review as I kind of think about, okay, Mm -hmm. what was my word of the year for last year or for the current year? And what do I want my word to be moving forward? And I guess in through that process, I am kind of thinking about 
what's important to me? What did I not do this year that I wanted to do? Why didn't I do it? Mm -hmm. Um, What's going to lead my year next year? What's important to me? Yeah. So, oh my gosh, all of these questions are so good. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So we were talking about annual reviews the other day and you said what gets measured gets managed, which I love (laughs) very much. (laughs) You, you and Omar have always done an annual review in your business. We have. Yeah. When pre COVID, we were pretty diligent about scheduling a little getaway, a retreat just for him and I five to seven days with the specific goal to review what we did this year in the business, what worked, what didn't, uh, what do we want to do next year differently? And again, just to have that very dedicated space and time to reflect and process everything that has happened in the year so that we can set ourselves up for the following year. That's something that we've, yeah, we were pretty good about doing every year. I really love the idea of going away and being in a different like space than what you're used to, because I feel like it really puts your mind in a different Just in a different space. I mean, if you try, like, let's say that you work from home and you try and do this annual review at home, just the same way that you face distractions and other things going on. I mean, that's going to happen, right? If But if you take yourself out of that, if you put yourself in maybe a little bit more relaxing of a situation Mm -hmm. where you don't have your kitchen to go to or, you know, kind of your everyday routine chores and things that you do around the house, then I think you're a lot more likely to be able to open up your mind to, okay, what, what did we accomplish this year? Let's really start to measure progress. Let's actually sit down and write out the things that you know, we said we were going to do this year and and start evaluating whether or not we were able to do those. Um, Going back to the what gets measured gets managed. What are kind of some ways that like if you and Omar were sitting down right now to start your annual review, do you have like a list that you've been keeping throughout the year on things that you're going to follow up on? Or like, where does it kind of start for you? when it comes to measuring things? Well, I think you'd look at all the goals that you'd set and what you're Mm -hmm. tracking throughout the year. And I don't, and I think even just stepping back to the idea of doing an annual review, I'm really big on continuous check-ins because if you get to the end of the year and you haven't been tracking and you haven't been periodically measuring the things that you're that are important, the metrics that you've set for, say, the business, then it is really overwhelming to just get to the end of the year and go, well, what happened back in in June? What yeah, happened back in March? Months ago. 12 months ago. So I think, you know, setting those, you know, for lack of a better word, KPIs, metrics, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're going to be tracking throughout the year, having continuous uh, check-ins. For us, we do you know weekly scorecards with the team for the different departments. And then you get to the end of the year and you, you can look back and you can go, okay, you can look at those goals and what worked and what didn't and you have an assessment of those. But then you also look at things like, what did I enjoy doing? Mm. What are we doing that is actually really 
benefiting the bottom line or pushing you know business goals forward um, you can ask those bigger questions as well so definitely looking at like okay the the metrics and the the kind of the the more um, finer details but then also stepping back and looking at bigger picture like what did I enjoy doing what's what's fun for me what do I, what do I absolutely not like doing and do I have to keep doing it or can I find another way mm-hmm. to get that thing done because maybe it's essential or maybe it's not essential and I can stop doing it so yeah there's kind of lots of areas that we look at and I think it's just going to be you know dependent on, on business dependent business business dependent or if we if i suppose if we take it even out of the business um realm and maybe your family doesn't hit their i don't know not vacation goals but like spending time together or yeah absolutely i mean i think that if you bring it into the personal space it, it would be things like you know, did, did I get that vacation in that I said I wanted to? And if not, why not? Or, or did I spend time with the people that I care about most? Did I, was I a, a good friend? Mm-hmm. You know, did, was I intentional about spending time with the people that matter to me? And did I um, read enough uh, books? Did I dedicate the time to uh-huh. personal development, self-care, Yeah. I mean, yeah, like we said at the beginning of the episode, this really can touch every area of your life. Right. And, you know, in business, it's easy to talk about pulling a report that you can (laughs) like see the stats and and the measurements. Right. But I, I think that in terms of vacations or time spent with family or your intentions with your friendships and relationships and all that kind of stuff, think that even just pulling up the calendar and kind of looking back at your year, I mean, we talk about calendars and time management a lot on the podcast as well. And these are times that that can be really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I, if I want to look back at my year and say, you know, how did I show up for myself? How did I show up for my friends? How many things do you have on the calendar that you did with your friends or how many appointments did you create for yourself to go get a massage or to mm-hmm. spend the day, you know, doing whatever you want to do? Doesn't have to be it can be whatever it is for you, right? Yeah. Well, no, I'm thinking about like if your relationships are suffering or they're not maybe in in the place that you want them to be, like that that check-in of, well, how many dates did we go on or how many, mm-hmm. how much time were we actually intentionally dedicating to a, a particular relationship? It's such good feedback. I mean, when you look at these things, because it's so easy to be at this point in the year and we're all getting excited about the holidays and we're hopefully, you know, planning, speaking of time with family and, and travel and everything, you know, hopefully all of that's happening. And Once that ball gets rolling, it rolls really fast into the new year. And then it's easy to just kind of like, okay, yay, we're in a new year. Like, let's charge ahead. Charge ahead. (laughs) I'll set my intentions for the year. I'll set my resolutions. And then a month later, I'm not doing any of it. Right. And I think that so many times why we're not doing it is because we don't, we're, we're not attaching it to anything, right? Kind of like we were talking about motivation in the last episode and attaching your motivation to the things that are most important to you, to your values. I think a lot of that is the same when we think about 
going into a new year and saying, what do I want to accomplish? What are my goals? You know, how do I want this year to be different than last year? How are you possibly going to know that if you haven't looked back at your previous year to learn, like you said, what worked really well? What did I love doing? What were some of my biggest wins this year, this past year? And of course, equally, what didn't I like doing? Mm -hmm. What did not work well for me? What did I waste time on? What, what do I look back on and say, man, I really wish I would have spent that time doing X, Y, and Z. All of these questions, all of this, uh, recapping all of this, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Reflection. Reflection. Yes. Another re word. (laughs) Recaps and reflections. Yes. I mean, those reflections are what's going to help you make meaningful goals, what's going to help you create meaningful projects moving forward. And that's like one of the biggest questions that I always get from people when it comes to goal setting, when it comes to projects, like, how do I know what to work on? How do I know what my goal should be? You know, because you've recapped (laughs) and you know what's working, what's not working, what's important to you, what you don't like doing, your values, all of these things. So, oh my gosh, I'm just like so passionate about annual reviews. It's crazy. I think that For anyone who hasn't done one, it is an absolute must. And actually, on that note, like if you were to say or give maybe like a time frame or maybe just a light outline of how someone might work through an annual review, would you say like you do it over a week's time and you spend an hour a day? Would you like how what what do you guys do if you were going off to this different location? What would kind of like the what would the time commitment look like? Yeah. Okay. So like in our case, sure. Going away five days, spending at least three of those days and not the full day, a few hours, maybe three, four hours over those three days in discussion, in looking at, because it it would also be coupled with strategic or planning for the following year as well. So it might take Mm -hmm. a little bit longer, Mm -hmm. Um, but that might sound really grandiose. Like we're really trying to encourage people and we're very passionate about this topic because we've gotten so much benefit of it, out of it. So what could a very light version be? And I really think it could be just a day where you spend three, four hours in reflection with your partner with a family member by yourself however this would look for you it could literally be I'm going to schedule a day and I in that day I will carve out you know two hour window a little break another two hour window it can be really you know three four hour period where you ask yourself these questions you recap on your year you set your intentions for next year um, and you answer those questions like what were my goals? What worked? What didn't work? What was fun? What was not fun? What do I want to see more of in my life? Any of these questions, I'm sure we could, you could throw in a Google entry and, and get a whole bunch of prompts <laughs> to do this. Yeah. So I think it could be as, as minimal as a couple of hours in, in one day. Mm-hmm. And when you think about like the ongoing benefit of doing something like this and to that you could accomplish that with just a handful of hours, mm-hmm. I mean, that's really powerful. Right. Yeah, I think so. I know that you and John do this very regularly. You've been doing this for every year pretty much, right? Since since you guys started your business. So I'd love to hear how you guys attack this. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, it's much in the same way that you've described. It's really, 
I keep a, a running Google doc. This is just like, you know, you talk about you guys are so organized and your team is is the size that KPIs and reporting and these weekly card scorecards and everything is like, it's pretty necessary, right? For you to run a successful business. A very like low pro version of that is my Google doc. <laughs> Tell me all about this beautiful doc. I want to hear it. I'm sure it's not low pro. It, it's really not even pretty. It's literally a timeline. I keep a timeline and every single month I have a task in my Asana that says, go fill in the timeline. And I have a link to my Google mm -hmm. Doc and I have the month and the year and a set of bullet points under it. So at any, it's really helpful because at any time throughout the year, and especially during an annual review, I can look at that one Google Doc and I can go to any month in the year and I can see what we worked on that month. I really use it uh, to help a lot with our monthly income reports. And those are actually a huge help as well when mm -hmm. we go to look back on the year to see like, okay, what were some of the bigger projects that we worked on? What were some of the goals that we had? Um, so, so we kind of have these different things in our business that are very helpful for me to go back to when it comes to this annual review to say, okay, this is what we did in January. This is what we did in February. And it's so easy, right? Like once a month going in and filling in bullet points, like that's very simple. Anyone can do that. <laughs> okay. I love this. I love, look, you said it's low pro it's simple. But I think sometimes the most brilliant things are very, very simple. And I know, like, sure. Okay, the complexity of scorecards across departments for a software company. Okay, that's one thing. But it, that's like an extreme version of essentially in, the, in this regard, like you have this nice little snapshot in a couple of bullet points of what did we do in that month that you can refer to that probably doesn't take you a very long time to even complete, right? That task that no. send, sends you a back to the minutes. A couple of minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, and that's what I'm always trying to like over communicate is how simple stuff like this can be. You know, when we dive in and start talking about an annual review and, and going away to a different location and doing it, like it can be a really big, long drawn out thing. And, 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 that, and I think that if you do have the capacity to do that, I would highly encourage it. I think it's a beautiful way to do an annual review. I, I've done that actually for myself. I haven't done it for a long time actually, but I very specifically remember when we were living in San Diego, I had a weekend where I told John it, it wasn't even necessarily an annual review, but I was like, I just feel like I got to get away. Like I need to get out of our space. I need to just be by myself for a couple of days. I feel like a little bit lost in what my focus should be right now. I don't feel like I have a handle on what I should be working on. And I went away for the weekend. I stayed at a hotel and I spent, you know, like you said, a couple of hours each day, totally focused on like, okay, what are my priorities in mm. business right now? Like, what should I be in? And, and, you know, interchange this with personal if you were going that route. If you yeah. feel like in a person, from a personal standpoint, you need to kind of reset. That's what I felt like I needed a reset, mm -hmm. but so, in order to you know, reset, you needed to give yourself that that's just that space in between the separation. next thing, the separation yeah. and that yeah. space in between the next thing. Cause I think this whole idea of just going to the next thing without 
stopping to reflect and Mm -hmm. process and recap everything that's come before can just, I don't know, that just leads, I, I don't know. I feel like there's a sense of maybe roboticness, mindlessness. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that you're always going to lack intention. I think a, a, a recap or an, a review can really set you up for more intention in the next thing that you do. Because I think the worst feeling to me is that you come to the end of a year or a month, a week, whatever, whatever timeline you want to set, a decade, and go, what did I do? Mm-hmm. What happened? Where did all that time go? Yeah. And, and, and that's just it is that you can accomplish this in so many different ways. It doesn't have to look any one certain way. It can be as simple as a timeline in a Google doc. It could be a weekend away. It could be three hours in your house with a do not disturb on your door or like whatever, (laughs) however you can get this done. Right. And then I think, again, the benefits of what this can do for setting yourself up for success moving forward are just so abundant. I mean, being able to see the things that you should be doubling down on in your business or in your life, like, Mm -hmm. wow, I am in really great shape this year. Like, what have I been doing this year to get myself there? And how is that going to help inform how I proceed with health and fitness this next year. And, you know, there's always like little things to be tweaking and changing too, which I think is such a great challenge to give yourself of, I'm really proud of how I showed up for my family this year, but I know I can do even better. Like what are some little like knobs and levers that I can press and pull to Mm. take it to the next level next year? And yeah, I don't know. These are just like, yeah. And and I love that you said, oh, this is going really well and acknowledging that and reflecting on why is this thing in my life and this area in my life going really well, looking back and saying, well, these are all the things that I did that contributed to that. Because I think maybe the default when we think of review or setting an intention plan is looking at maybe more of the focus on what didn't go so well, what didn't I do, lack, 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 like focusing on all the things that didn't happen. But being, Mm -hmm. I think, just as mindful of like, what were all the wins? What were all the things that went well? What are all the things that are going great? What are all the things that are fun and enjoyable and fulfilling and rewarding? Just as much of a focus should go in this whole process, whether it's an hour, whether it's three days, should go to looking at those things as well. Because I think, yeah, giving yourself credit for the things that you have accomplished and done well as small as they could be is just as important as looking at the things that you can do better and improve upon just my little words of encouragement mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. i love it and i are you holding post-it notes right now because you're just like making my heart sing <laughs> I'm I saw him in your hand and was like, oh, wow, we're really getting into this. <laughs> That's a very, yeah, I didn't even realize I picked up the post-it notes in front of my desk. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so yeah, this is just like a huge lesson in how you're spending your time mm-hmm. too, right? I mean, 
We've talked about the time audit. We've talked about time management. We've talked about productivity. Like there's so many different ways that we've talked about, like, how are you spending your time and beyond just looking at like goals and what you want to accomplish and what you really enjoyed doing and what you didn't enjoy doing. Like, this is really like one big fat time audit too, kind of like, how did you spend your year? (laughs) Yes, it is going back to the time audit it is and nicole speaking of time audits i know we're going to be kind of doing a little bit of an update episode coming up here soon i'm so excited about our publishing schedule for the rest of the year we actually have some really great things coming up a lot of them very closely related to what we're talking about today well first holiday traditions and holiday episode, because of course we're jumping into the holidays, but we're also going to be talking about our rules of life. We have our word of the year exercise, which we mentioned. We're also going to be talking about the preloaded year, which you have been diving into. And I'm so excited to talk about that because that really is, I think that's such a fantastic idea friends, make sure you're subscribed and are able to tune into that episode that's coming up um, in December. So we've got a lot of great stuff coming up. I know we've done a few calls to action in recent episodes for our friends. And I think that the call to action that we have today is extra meaningful because it will, all the episodes that we have to follow are so closely related and can all work so well together that, uh, yeah, this, this one's a biggie. So, well, I think, I think it's a good point. If, if our friends, uh, take the time now that it's November, it's a perfect time of year to do a recap, a review, a reflection on their year, whether it's from, you know, a work career business and personal angle, however, you know, it looks for them. It's fine. Um, if you take the time to do that, then come the our conversation on a preloaded year and setting themselves up for the following year, it'll be a perfect time because you've already done that recap. You've already done that review. You've reflected on, you know, what you want to have less in your life of, more of your life, more in, in your life of. And I think you'll be able to set up for 2024 in a very big and meaningful and intentional way. The word is intentional that I'm looking for. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And if you have any questions about doing an annual review, definitely feel free to reach out to us. We're definitely here to answer any questions on that front as well. All right, friends. Well, as we close out today's chat on doing an annual review, we hope you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward. And we hope that you will do this annual review. I know it will give you an extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.